Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that's dedicated to supporting you on your journey to live more wholeheartedly. Hello and welcome, friends. Thanks so much for joining me for the shortened Wellness Wednesday episode, a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. Today's show is a walking the talk bandcast, a look behind the scenes into what I'm learning and working through along with a takeaway for you. These portable episodes are informal and casual, recorded on the go from wherever I happen to be at the time. And today, I'm recording this close to home due to the holiday weekend. Today, we'll continue with the seventh installment of our multi-part series on reimagining midlife wellness. This series is focusing on the importance of staying well as we get older, especially in times of transition. These talks will provide a framework to help you define what matters most to you at this stage of your life and ways to continue to take positive action to be well. Here's what we've discussed in this series so far. In part one, we talked about the difference between wellness and well-being, the essential elements of well-being, and what could get in the way of your natural state of wellness. And then we ended with a series of questions for you to explore regarding your current state of well-being and how you're viewing the journey ahead. In part two, we explored the five Athena principles along with tools and practices you can use to enhance your wellness and well-being. I also provided a free overview of the principles and an action plan that you can download at athenawellness.com slash action plan, and I'll include a link in the show notes. In part three, we talked about the first Athena principle, which is self-compassion, defined as the care for one's own well-being in the form of self-acceptance and nurturing support. It's the ability to accept our imperfections and be kind and understanding toward ourselves especially during times of transition. In part four, we explored the second Athena principle, which is intention, defined as a way to help us aim, set direction, and connect emotionally to what we want. It's the heart-based why behind the urge to transform. In part five, we talked about the third Athena principle, which is consistency, defined as the art of staying committed and engaged, especially during challenging times. In part six, we reviewed the fourth Athena principle, which is growth mindset, which focuses on how you view your wellness journey, because it not only determines your level of progress, but your level of enjoyment as well. Today, we'll be exploring the last of the five Athena principles, which is accountability, defined as a systematic way to check in with what you commit to accomplish, celebrate the wins, and compassionately adjust where needed. Now, I'll admit, this isn't the sexiest of the principles, but accountability can be useful as you navigate any type of midlife transition. It's about taking responsibility for your actions and choices. It's about being honest with yourself and setting realistic intentions. And it's about a willingness to ask for help and support from others. Accountability is a powerful determinant of whether or not your wellness intentions will be realized. 
And if accountability is doing what we'll say we'll do, commitment is the obligation to do it. This includes having the tenacity to keep going when faced with failure and using mistakes as a way to continuously improve. What I love about this principle at midlife is the qualities of accountability become critical as we make the transition to a new phase of life. Qualities that include things like being self-aware, creating healthy boundaries, tending to the self, protecting your energy, owning your feelings, placing no blame, and controlling your own fate. As we continue to practice this principle, we become the person who is self-motivated, collaborates, is dependable, is self-reliant, and has a positive attitude. There are three elements of the principle of accountability, and they are checking in on your progress, celebrating wins, and adjusting where needed. Let's take a look at each one. First is checking in. There are numerous ways to structure your check-in process. At a minimum, you'll need to determine how and when to check in with yourself. Here are some things to keep in mind as you structure your process. Determine where you'll record your daily progress, such as a notebook or planner, including what you do each day and how you feel. Schedule a time in your calendar to perform a review each week. During your weekly review, look for patterns involved in what went well and what didn't. For example, as you look back at your week, maybe you'll see that you numbed out with late-night television, which made it hard to get up for an early morning workout. Perhaps you felt some areas of resistance. Or maybe there's something that you can start or stop doing that will move you closer to realizing your intention. Note how satisfied you are with your progress, the specific wellness results you achieved, and your level of overall improvement, remembering to give yourself credit for things that went well and practicing non-judgment when things didn't go as planned. Next is celebrating wins. Celebrating wellness milestones releases endorphins and reinforces the building of healthy habits. When you celebrate, small victories become associated with good feelings and the body craves more of those feel-good chemicals, which strengthens the habit. In addition, self-efficacy, or the belief that you can accomplish what you set out to do, increases. Both large and small milestones can be rewarded. The way you choose to reward yourself is up to you. It can be anything that makes you happy including pursuing a favorite activity, attending a special event, giving yourself a gift, or spending time on a favorite activity. Lastly is making adjustments. There may be times when, despite your best efforts, you're not seeing the results you initially envisioned. Here are some things to consider as you determine next steps. How was your effort level? Did you give it your all or can you increase the intensity? Were there changes in your situation that impacted your plans? And what can be done to realign your schedule and support system? Were your expectations too high? Did you try to take too large a step? Is it possible to break your task down into smaller actions? And if so, what will be done and by when? 
Are you still interested in achieving this wellness milestone? It's okay to redirect your energy if you're not all in, as long as it doesn't become a recurring practice. And if you're feeling good, is it possible to continue the effort while being less concerned with the end result to increase your enjoyment? And now I'd like to share a few thoughts on tools, partners, and community. Since willpower is a finite resource and stressors can further deplete your intent to stay on track, other techniques can be helpful to keep you accountable, such as utilizing tools, finding an accountability partner, and joining a community of interest. You can mix and match elements from each category to create a support system that works for you to measure, track, and adjust your progress. The type of support you choose will depend on your level of self-motivation, your comfort in sharing your plan with others, and your preference for solo or group activities. Let's take a look at each one. Utilizing tools. This includes one or a combination of devices to keep you on track, ranging from analog to digital, to help with consistent focus and influence positive results. This includes planners, action logs, apps, wearables, and virtual activities. Next is finding an accountability partner. And this includes working with people who can hold you to your commitments and provide feedback and support, such as someone in your network or a trainer or a coach. The last one is joining a community of interest. This includes in-person and virtual groups that share a common interest and gather to exchange thoughts and ideas on a topic. New connections can provide encouragement, perspective, compatibility, advice, check-ins, and shared experiences. The people we associate with influence our habits, both good and bad. Having a solid support system helps us lock in our accountability commitment and builds our sense of belonging. And now to your takeaway. I mentioned celebrating wins earlier in this episode, and having a wellness reward system adds a little fun and increases engagement. So here's something for you to try. One, select an activity that will be rewarded. It can be a goal, an objective, or a series of behaviors, such as a challenge, like doing something for a number of days or a number of healthy activities over a specific period of time. Two, develop a list of rewards that you enjoy or find motivating and pick one to match the activity that you selected. This can include enjoyment rewards, massage, sleep, a spa day, new hairstyle, a tattoo, piercing, an afternoon in the hammock, or an artist date. It can be a motivational reward, such as new gear, a premium streaming service for your workouts, or a wellness date. Perhaps you like entertainment rewards, such as a concert, movie, visiting a gallery, a sports event, a comedy club, or binge-watching a favorite show. Or maybe it's a friendship reward, such as a weekend getaway with a partner, watching the sunrise, a road trip, a walk on the beach, picnic, bike ride, stargazing, hiking, friends gathering around the fire pit or fireplace, or volunteering together. 
The third is to enjoy the reward and determine the parameters for the next one. As we conclude, being accountable to yourself for what you really want is an empowering way to live. Your personal power will get a boost every time you own a success or a mistake, when you pause to celebrate a milestone, or when you adjust your plan and move forward on the path you're carving out for yourself. By doing so, your self-trust increases, as does your ability to model the positive behavior for others. You are the result of all of the daily decisions you make. Put another way, every day you're actively creating the person that you're becoming. Are you living your truth? Are you giving yourself what you need right now? Are you mindfully choosing what to do and what not to do? Navigating midlife transition can be a challenging but rewarding experience. By using the principle of accountability, you can make this time of change a positive one. Your future lies in the choices you make and the actions you take today. Thank you so much for listening to this series. And remember, you can download a free Athena Principles Overview at athenawellness.com actionplan to help you chart your unique path. And I'll be back next time with the next installment of Reimagining Midlife Wellness. Until then, be well. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com slash podcast. Until next time, be well.